Welcome back to another episode of Rolling with the Stones. I'm Adam. And I'm Gina. And tonight we are going to talk about, we're actually going to talk about the future of movie theaters. The pandemic has really totally changed movie theaters. Almost just since March, since everything kind of got shut down. You would think it kind of started in April. So Trolls, so the, second, the second Trolls movie was supposed to be released in the theaters. Uh-huh. And they decided, Universal decided to try something. They, so they go, hey, you can, basically, you could, you could rent it. You can't buy it. You could rent it for two days. It was like for $20. And it did extremely well. So this was video on demand. It wasn't ownership. It was video on demand for two days of Trolls. Yes. Trolls 2, whatever the heck. Right. World tour, whatever it was, yeah. Yeah, the trolls, the world, the world tour. AMC theaters was pissed about this mm-hmm. and swore that they'll never show a Universal movie in their theaters again. Now, a lot of you know, there's during this pandemic, there's a lot of say. There's a, a lot, lot of talk. There's yeah, a lot there's of talk. definitely a lot of talk. So, so the movie theaters right now, because we're in California. Our county was the purple, and then it went to red. Now, apparently, there's movie theaters that were open. I didn't even know this. There are theaters right now, depending on where you are in California, that the the color of your county, where you are in tiers. But it's mm-hmm. limited capacity. Um, it isn't anything like it used to be. No. Right. And the thing about it was that, so... Few years back, when Fandango the app came out, you were able to reserve seats in the theater. I love that app. Mm-hmm. I love the idea. Now, I love going to the movie theaters in the morning. It's less crowded. It's just you know you just kind of get out. And I love these new these home theater seats. You can warm the seats up. You can lay it back. The most comfortable thing. I ever. have a problem with those. You so have a problem I, well, with those. Well, the problem is. They're too comfortable because I have fallen asleep in movies. And like I've been, I didn't want to fall asleep. Oh. I was just so comfortable I fell asleep. See, you know, like our kid likes movies that and we're like, okay, she wants to go to these movies. I'm not maybe interested in the movies. I have the best nap ever. Sure. No, no, that is great. It's <laughs> when I'm in a movie and I'm fighting it because I want to stay awake. I was like, no, no, I'm here to see this movie and this damn seat's putting me to sleep. Yeah, that's a problem. The last, the last movie that we saw in the theater, um, our daughter and I went and saw was Sonic. And that was in March. Oh, man. And so, no, no, it was in February. Pardon me. And I was so upset that my, my, my um, button was broken and my seat wouldn't warm up. I don't remember. The I la- think yours is The Rise of Skywalker. I want to say the last film I saw in a theater is The Rise of Skywalker. That's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, that's this is the longest I've ever been, never ever been. Because you're your a big theater. movie theater guru. Right. I'll go. Well, I mean, I like going yeah. to the movies. Like I'll go to my. I'll go even go by myself. But you, I like going to movies. But you were about to get that movie pass. There's an app where you could pay so much money <laughs> to go see. Yeah, how many you, that failed. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That, that was something I was considering movie pass. A lot of folks did it because there was a lot of value to it. But you to the point of the pod, the theaters are never going to be the same. The, yeah. and, and it is, I, I say this with sensitivity. I, I'm okay with it 
I, I don't like the collateral damage that there are people who are going to lose their jobs permanently. I, so I, I, I empathize with that. So I, I'm, I feel bad for them. I really do. And if none of this had happened, I, I, you know, I wouldn't want these changes to occur. Um, and this is a bit of bad luck for movie theaters who were always kind of worried about the next, they were always kind of worried about the next development in technology. They just got hit hard during a pandemic when all of a sudden streaming is now very, very prevalent in the, in the country. If this, seriously, if this had happened like 10 years ago, theaters would be okay. Yeah. But because now it's happening and they were dealing with the streaming services already and Disney just rolled theirs out. They're just starting to get their feet under them. Apple TV or Apple Plus, whatever it's called, they're getting stronger. Um, Netflix is still ruling the roost. Amazon's been in the space for a while. Hulu yeah. is part of Disney now. So, I mean, there's, there's some players in there. Um, the, those really the theaters have to deal with. Right. And now not saying that, you know, once the pandemic ends, there are going to be some theaters that won't, that cannot bounce back from this, depending on how, how long we're closed. And, right. but it's like, because I, I do, I I do like the ambience of going to the movie theater. I'm totally I, with you. I, 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 like, I love going to the theater. Yeah, I, I yeah. love going back. I love the idea that you can reserve a seat. I love that. You didn't have to try to get in line right. for hours. No, it's fantastic. I mean, let's think about it. When we saw The Force Awakens, we were in line for hours. And I was in, cold. for The Last Jedi, I was in line for hours, too. I mean, that was, that's probably the last line I'm ever going to wait in like that again was The Last Jedi. Did we wait live? I did. Right you came up late. I came in oh. early. You, you, you That's came. Right. You, you, you held it for all of us. <laughs> yeah, I came in early. But um, yeah. So I mean, there. The thing is, a little bit here, just to kind of a little more background. The theater owners have controlled this process, and scared of change because they know that their position was tenuous at best. And they just, they didn't want, they always fought change. They're worried about their food. You know, they got to sell the food. Well, that's where they make their money. I understand. Yeah, it's so like they, gas stations. No, I get it. And so that's, that's always been their worry. Where you do not, the word you do not hear when it comes to going to the movies. And now this is going to, they're going to have to figure this out to stay uh, really profitable is value right so there's a tremendous amount of competition you cannot you're not going to be able to run theaters successfully just based on tentpole movies anymore you're going you need to get steady traffic in there so how do you do that that's what they got to figure out and they and it has to be something where i, I to me it's not a chore to go to Right. And the claiming your seat is definitely a plus, but how do you get someone on a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, how do you get them to go see a movie? Yeah, because I mean, and, the average movie cost right now is about $13 a person. That's crazy. It is really crazy. It's nuts. Yeah. That like is, for a kid, 
Because I know, like, when we go at night, that's why we go, honestly, That's where you go in the morning. morning. Yeah. yeah, because it's like five ninety eight. Right. Again, but we found value. We've looked mm-hmm. at the system and said, here's some value. We're going we're gonna to try to exploit it for what we can. We would rather be doing something else in the day, but I'm, I'm not paying double. Right. Right. And I always like, and honestly, I always like going less crowded. Uh-huh. And now, I'm a mom. You are? Yeah. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> And, you know, I have a kid, boy, pet peeve. This was a pet peeve we didn't talk about the other day. But one of the things that irks me is, like, when I have, so there is a screaming kid in the theater. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, man, you know, please take the kid out. I, I know things, and I'm not judging the parents. But sometimes I think with these new changes, if families are able, then especially for big families, Especially after the pandemic, people are going to struggle financially for quite some time. <clears throat> it's able to say, hey, what normally costs us $50 to go to the theater, and this is including popcorn and drinks and all right. that. I could rent the movie, I could pay online for $20, and my whole family could enjoy it. If the kids are tired of watching it, they could go to the room. They have options. Right. What I've never understood is why the theaters did not get in front of the streaming train immediately. Because all the theaters are, are to provide content. Yeah. They're there. We're going to show you content. An That's AMC it. AMC app. Well, like, why isn't there AMC streaming? Why exactly. isn't that? Why Why is it Apple? You know, right. this to, Apple pivoted over into something completely new. And AMC went, no, no, no. We're going to stay with these brick and mortars while everything else in retail with brick and mortar is going to struggle. Of course, it won't affect us because we're movies. No, no. What's going to happen is that you're, you're, you're going to die. Regal, too. Well, any of them. The, where the smaller theaters, yeah, the, the smaller theaters like that show vintage movies, mm-hmm. classic movies that have events, stuff like this, they're going to be fine. Because of exactly what I just said. there It's an event. It is getting people to the theater. They're offering something of value. And some of those are really fun because they're dress up. Yeah. Rocky Horror Show. All, a lot right. of the ones. And you, you're seeing a resurgence here, especially here in Southern California, of drive-in theaters. I And it was so funny because I used to get really kind of sad that drive-in theaters were kind of a thing in the past. Mm-hmm. I mean, my parents in the 70s used to take me to drive it. Now, I couldn't tell you one movie that we saw the drive-in. I don't remember any at this time. But... You're happy like, they're back. Huh? You're happy they're back. Yeah, I'm happy that they're back because now here's the thing. My parents would go. They would make the whole... And that's, of course, before we set seatbelts. I would have a bed in the back and I would just lay yeah. down. I would have a flashlight to sure. read a book. You know, nowadays, kids got... DVD players right. in the back. You know, every every technology bit that they We need. could go to a movie and Emily, if she didn't want to see this movie, she would be no problem for her because she yeah. could have her entertainment device. We could have earplugs or earbuds. Yep. And we could hear the movie. We can enjoy the movie. And she could just be in her own little world in the back seat, and we're enjoying the film. Theory. That's the thing. And that, again, it's, the technology has brought something back. There's value to that. But the traditional theater, unless they, they've, they tried to become a bar, they tried to become a restaurant, 
These things, bar, restaurant, movie theater has been around for 40 plus years. These aren't new now. They've been around for a while. They just never figured it out. Um, I tell you, movie that, theaters, food trucks, everybody loves food trucks. Right, but they, a theater, what is a theater going to do to get people into the movies from Tuesday to Thursday? Or Monday to Thursday. Yeah. That's it. The weekends are going to be there for certain tentpole films. They're going to have those. But again, that is the last leg. Because what happens when those go? And Disney, this last week, has already started, announced a pivot to their streaming service. And this is the rub. So, you know, just think about the all... The Pixar Soul movie. Well, not even that. Think about Avengers Endgame. It did over $2 billion. That's how so much good. popcorn, how much whatever it made on refreshments. Two, they did two, over $2 billion in tickets. Yeah. But what did, what was, how much was spent on food and stuff for that film? They know the number. They the just, cheapest thing is 6 bucks. Right. So all of that money. Disney, not just the box office, because Disney is going to pivot films... Maybe not Marvel and Star Wars right away, but they're going to pivot those films. Instead of going to the theater, they're going to pivot them to Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. You're done. It's over. The theater, if, if there ever comes a day where Disney sits there and goes, listen, every Marvel movie we put out, we get 100,000 new monthly subs. The theaters are done because what's going to happen is they're gonna, there's going to be a smart guy, smarter than me, who's going to sit there and go, listen... Um, we're going to jack up our price of our tickets, of our subscription to 10 bucks. So uh, we get 100,000 new subs. That's a million dollars. So that's $12 million. Just a new, just a, in, in, for one, that's $100,000 for one. Right. And then they just, and it's a exponential growth. That is, that's something that you look at it and you can see why Disney Pivoted to Disney Plus. They've gotten behind. That's why they bought 20th Century Fox for content. This is why theaters have to be petrified. Not just because of the pandemic, but because of the streaming. Now they have two battles they have to fight. So when they come back out of this, they have got to figure out, how do I get Adam and Gina, who are paying $8 a month for Disney Plus, how do I get them to come down the street to my place and spend 50 bucks <laughs> watching a movie where if they just hung on in in maybe about 3 to 5 months they would see it on one of their services that they've already paying for. I don't know how the theater, the way the theaters do it now, I have no idea. They've tried we were talking earlier with the movie pass. Yeah. They they tried to do their own. So hey, listen, 25 bucks a month you can come in, you can see all the movies you want. You get a line in front of, um, you know, yeah, for food. Yeah, they have like this accept. Like yeah, this come line. in and express. And it's just like, okay, I appreciate what they're doing. That That is, a, it's a step in the right direction. But they're going to have to do much more than that. And I think, and I really believe this wholeheartedly, I, th- I really think theaters are in serious trouble. They are. Yeah. They absolutely are. But like what we mentioned it earlier, the theaters should look at having their own streaming service. I have no idea why. The, they, I mean, this 
It makes no sense. I mean, that that's, a streaming service is exactly what a theater does. Why didn't anybody sit there and say, it? you know, why would you not think that and go in it? It's, how do I say this? Um, Netflix. Here, and again, Netflix. Netflix was the reincar- the next step of video rental that pivoted into streaming because they understood it. Yeah. Netflix was right there. Netflix was in the movie the- movie industry, and they said, "Listen, instead of doing DVDs or VHS, we need to get into streaming." It's exactly what Netflix did. Everybody poo pooed it, and Netflix is. It's even amazing that Netflix is still alive. The struggles they had, yeah, yeah. where they almost sold themselves to to Blockbuster, and then when they didn't, and Blockbuster came up with their own version and almost wiped them out. But the CEO, the new CEO of Blockbuster <laughs> decided, nah, nah, we're, we're not going to do that anymore. And it, it blows me away um, how, you know, if you sit there and you know the history of Netflix, they're, it's incredible that they're, they're still around. And it's a credible story, yeah. too. Um, it's, a do- it's a documentary of Netflix. Oh, yeah, there Netflix. is a documentary. <laughs> there is, yeah, there's a documentary, too, about that, too. Yeah, that's right. And, yeah, because we watched that because I just, I found it fascinating. Yeah. And I totally forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing the theaters because I so I remember so the last movie we went to was Sonic, and this kid behind me coughed. Now, so you're just you just don't like you're just giving your pet peeves in the theater. Is this what what you want to talk about? <laughs> well, no, but it's one of those where it's like the kid was coughing, and yeah, two days later after we saw that theater, you got sick. I got sick. Yeah. I don't know if it was a theater or something. I caught something from somebody. Right. And so it was just kind of one of those things. But yeah, like I said, I enjoyed it. So to finish that that thought, Gina actually had a cold February, mid to end of February of this year, about three weeks before all hell broke loose. People were looking at me weird. So when we went... When we were, yeah, because your cough hung around. My cough hung around till April. So when we were dealing with all that, we're kind of like going, did she already get it? Did she? Did we already get it and not know it and stuff like that? So it was pretty funny. It, well, it was scary, really. Yeah. Yeah. And because, yeah, but, but everybody joked like, oh, did you uh, travel to China? Because there was no way you could be sick. Right. Unless you were traveling out right. of the country. Anyway. And some of that has changed. But anyways, yeah, so it was like I said, you, you know, the theater. Now, when we go to the theater, now at our AMC theater, like I said, I not only enjoy the seating, I was so comfortable. You didn't have to worry about, because remember people would put their feet on your back of your chair. No. You get kicked in the head all the time. No. Yeah. Nobody would do that to you, actually. <laughs> <laughs> You're too tall. But we would get an icy. And the, thing, the great thing about our theater was that ICs and soda, you could go and get refills. Mm-hmm. That's the best thing ever. No, wait, I'm valid. sorry. Are you talking about now or when you were I'm a kid? I'm talking about now. Okay, okay. At the one AMC theater that we do like in our town, you could go the icy and soda machine at Southside so you could go and get refills. Yeah. Now, Em and I will use that. Yeah, there's value. Oh, yeah. And we would get like three or four refills. Yeah, and good for you guys. <laughs> you know, but there, there, but there's more of that that needs to happen. I mean, it needs to be... For I think for theaters to survive, they got to figure out how to get people there and keep them there. And I just don't know how you do it when you you are sitting there. Char if 
like seriously, if we went to the theater, if we went to the movies every week, once a week, we're looking at hundred dollars, hundreds of dollars a month. Oh yeah. And it just it it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. And that, but you also bring up a good point: is now when as we you know we ever start getting back to things, there's it's going to be a struggle. It is not going to be an instant start. Right. There, unless of course the government comes back with more stimulus, but assuming they don't, it isn't. It isn't going to be picking up where they are. It's going to be okay. We got out of it, and then it's a slow build. So that's it's not a year. It's years. Right. And and you know I don't I don't know how any business, let alone movies, movie theaters, survive that. Exactly. Now there's only a few theaters. Now the theaters right now, the drive-in theater, the drive-in theaters. Right, they're having a resurgence, yeah, which is having, great. They're, they're they're coming back, and like I said, it, it was a great thing. I, I just I, it's it's very nostalgic, mm-hmm. and so I mean I'm thinking like yeah, have food trucks there, and then you could just exactly. I mean if AMC was if AMC theaters were smart. Or Regis theaters, these theater companies, they would be looking at a thing of land, build a big ass screen, and you know there's old, there's the technology. I don't think nowadays. you. I don't think you could pivot solely. I don't know if you could pivot solely to um, drive-ins, but I think you should definitely add it, add them in. Yes, definitely. That's what I say. Definitely add them in because you know and everybody will feel safe in their car. Have food trucks so people could get out. Yeah, I mean the food truck is a great idea. We saw Disney did a D twenty three event a few months ago for the fortieth of Return of Empire Strikes Back, yeah. and they did it at the Rose Bowl, and they had food trucks there, and they made an impromptu drive in, and then they also had food trucks there. I mean, seriously, it was great. But see, even that you could sit there and do. Let's take the theater out of it. Well, maybe you could keep a theater in. But even for special events, hey, we're showing a movie, we have food trucks, here, I, everybody, I'll charge you 10 bucks a pop, you know, stuff like that. You don't necessarily need to have a drive-in. You can just do it if you have a plot of land. Well, let me tell you this. Um, in Temecula, at the wineries, some of the wineries are doing There you this. go. Perfect. That's a perfect They example. have built a big screen. Yeah. Right now, they're showing movies like Hocus Pocus, uh-huh. Nightmare for Christmas. They don't... And honestly, they don't have to have a right. They're going to sell yeah, wine. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. If they, Well, if they are charging tickets, they do. If it's just, hey, we're showing it, first <laughs> come, first serve, and... And then you can buy wine. Then no, they don't. No, they're not. They're not charging the seat. Then yeah, okay. No There's other venues that are doing mm-hmm. theater. They're doing movies like you know a lot of nostalgic movies. Yeah, but theaters like if AMC had a plot of land, they had a drive-in, they could show old movies like Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, The Shining, some of these old vintage movies that people was like, oh, I would love Indiana Jones. Movies that they would love to see in the theater. Yeah. The I mean, that's screen. the rub is just don't charge for the movie, but have the food or whatever there. Have the food trucks charge $10, $20 per car. People would go. Yes, in a minute. In yeah. a minute. Because, you know, we all have SUVs. We all can fit eight people <laughs> in our sure. car. They'll charge for... Now, the theaters, 
Now, Wonder Woman was supposed to come out in the theater. What happened to that? Well, as soon as they, like, the... Um, I know Tenet did. Tenet came out and did... That was the whole thing. Tenet came out and struggled in the United States. And everyone just said, hey, why am I going to sit there and I have all this... I have a hundred and some million dollars wrapped up in this thing. So what if I have to keep it on my books another nine months? I would rather do that than sit there and not get the return I want. That's what Marvel's doing with Black Widow. Well, they pushed they push their whole calendar back a year. But the problem is, that's all they can do. You can, there's, you are running into a problem, and, and it'll be interesting, and I'm hoping this is not, this doesn't happen. There's a lot of assuming here by them moving their calendar back. And I want to say they'll have stuff start, starting in February of next year. But the assumption is that theaters are going to be accessible again. Now, we are, as we're recording this, in the middle of October, the United States is coming into its third spike. So, and this is supposed to be, the next 12 weeks are supposed to be the roughest 12 weeks we've had of this yet. That is what the experts are saying. So, let's roll this out. That puts us in the middle of January. Well, there's no way then by a one month later that we're, we're going to be in a position to open the theaters up in any kind of this large capacity. Right. I mean, everybody was saying like, oh, after November 3rd, the pandemic will end. This is around the world. Oh, yeah. You know, but we don't, we don't need to state. talk about that, talk about that gibberish. But. but what I'm saying is that theaters are not just going to be opening up next month. or Right. And that, that's the thing is, not just the theaters, but then you look at the movie producers. So Disney with Marvel, which is the biggest one right now, they haven't had... I don't think there's been a Marvel movie out since Spider-Man last summer, I think. I'm doing this on the fly. Yeah. Spider-Man, it's been a whole year since a Marvel movie has come out. Because Black Widow was supposed to be out in, in May. May. Yeah. So it's been over. It's been over a year. The End Game was the last true Disney Marvel movie, and then Spider Man Homecoming is the joint venture with Sony. So it's over a year, and they're looking at a you know maybe February to start, maybe, uh, but they're going to have in November they're going to have WandaVision come out. So that's the that boom. Their first one is on there plus mm-hmm. Disney Plus. So they have everybody has pushed back as much as they can. They're if it if COVID if is still not handled, they're really the theater is going to be done. Right. Well, the movie industry is already hurting because actors are getting sick. I mean, they had the whole Batman. They were you know mm-hmm. Batman was only thirty percent done. What we saw in the trailer a little while back, they had to halt it because Robert Pattinson got COVID, and he so he came back though. Yeah, they've cut back and start projection, but it's one of those things, unfortunately, with this pandemic, you know, they're trying to make movies, but one person gets sick, then they have to halt sure. everything. So movies are going to take way longer to do. Yeah, that's a good point. And also, let's think about it. They all have to get tested. That's an added cost to yeah. production well, as well. That's a fantastic point because it's not just hurting movies. It's hurting television because the Netflix series Glow... The, the women's wrestler one, they canceled the last season because of the cost of the production. So there's so many people. We have to protect so many people from the COVID. Insurance. Yeah. And then, but also, you know, testing. Right. 
right. No, we're not doing it. And Netflix, this is a successful Netflix series. And they said, no, we're good. They already had one episode in the can of like 12 or 14 that they were going to do. They just pulled the plug and said, no, we're going to eat the costs from what we got. We're good. So, I mean, yeah, it's... It is, they're definitely in peril, this industry, but this is not any different than anybody else, any other industry. So it's just that, um, you know, it's you. It's kind of crazy to think that, um, you know, movie theaters truly, you know, this time next year, they there may not be many. Yeah, I mean, just, just think about it. How long can they survive? Be it closed, or even with their they, open they're, only, they're begging for relief right now. They they're wanting um, stimulus. They didn't get it, uh, and some of them are just saying, you know, we're just done. We're just we're just going to call it a day. So I mean, they're already in trouble right now. Yeah, I mean, and there's some huge movie theaters down here in Southern California mm-hmm. too. I mean, just like some of these regal theaters are just massive. Yeah, they're stadiums. Yeah, and, you know, you think about the rent, because these commercial property owners, they're not being lenient at all. And that's sure. what's really is hurting these businesses, right. is that they're still having to pay rent. Right. And they're having the hardest time struggling Yeah. on, on that. Unfortunately, there, there are a lot of ways to get around that, not just stimulus money there there's ways to give them breaks it's kind of they could have things they could have done similar to the recession in 08 and 09 however uh you know that's what's happening is that there's still people sitting there demanding their money i don't care i don't care what the what the situation is i still want to get paid and it's forcing a lot of these businesses having to close so, yeah, so think about it with the streaming. If, okay, so Disney is releasing, is it Soul? The new Pixar movie, yes. Soul? Yeah. It's coming out in December. Right. And now I was really looking forward to this movie. And so now I'm like, oh, great. I don't even have to leave right. my house. Right. And there is, because here, here's what is happening a lot today. The new trend it's not really the new trend, but it's really becoming, it's like the, how we could be comfortable. What can make things easier for us? Just like Instacart. Instacart picked up huge because, and not really comfortable. That's another word for it, convenience. Convenient. Convenient, yeah. Yeah, it's convenient. I know it's a tough word for you because <laughs> you don't believe in convenience. So, no, and I'm being serious. You you don't. You're not a... I'm learning. Yeah. I, I am yeah, learning. Yeah. I mean, I just discovered, like, I don't like to go into Walmart. I like Walmart prices. I do not like going into right. Walmart. It's just too packed. I'm not talking about just a pandemic. It's always just been too crazy. Yeah, I'm you not know, fighting you see on these, this. You see I these, drive gonna, through, but I could go into stores like that. Yeah. You know, you see these memes about Walmart people, all the craziness. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. And we, we have, a, our town is Listen, pretty I, nice. I, I, and for, you still for, see it. I, I see it in any store. I, I think it's unfair for Walmart. I've seen that kind of craziness in Target. I've seen it in Costco. I've seen it all over the place. But the point being is that Walmart has a service that will bring your groceries out to you, which is convenient, and it's a convenience that you're embracing. And you're now just realizing what the rest of the world has already figured out <laughs> is let's do something. If we can figure out a way to do this conveniently, that's the better way to do it. Yes, I can shop online. 
because let's let's, let's well wait wait let's, let's just stick with Disney Plus though yeah so you were making a point about Soul yeah so anyway the Soul I was looking totally looking forward to that yeah Pixar movies that always just get me and make me cry and I'm a blubbering mess with all of them is that I was looking forward to it now that it's coming on in December. I don't even have to wait. I can still watch it. Because there's movies I've been looking forward to. Yeah. That's like, oh, I gotta wait for the theaters to open. Well, I'm just going to conveniently right, and that's, put these on. And so Disney, after a big start with Mandalorian with their streaming service, it died down a little bit. We kept it because we love all the old Disney programs. However, some people just left and waited to come back for Mandalorian. But what's about to happen now, starting with the return of the Mandalorian, is you are now going to get into a lot of Disney original programming, new, mm-hmm. with Marvel. And um, Pixar is now getting put into that mix. So again, Disney has figured out, hey, we spent X amount of dollars on Soul. What if we pivoted it to Disney Plus? What is the anticipation of return on investment, ROI? And they're sitting there going, well, if we have all this new top of the line original content, we're going to get more. We're going to bring more people to it and they're going to stick. And that's what Disney's figured out this first year. So this is a when they sat there and said, we're pivoting it sold to Christmas Day on Disney Plus. You know, forget about it. That's such a that's such a huge win for them. There, there's no other service that's going to be able to counter that. Maybe Netflix, like when they tried to do when last year when they did uh, that Robert De Niro movie, The Irishman. Yeah. But you know, come on, a Pixar film that's not going out in the theaters. That's just right. a huge deal. It's going on Disney Plus. That's a big deal. Right. That's why, like I said, AMC got very upset with Universal, banned Universal from at their theaters. Because now, so we bought, we, I paid the $20, nineteen ninety nine for our daughter to watch the Trolls, yeah. Trolls movie, sorry. And she watched it like five times in a right. row. Right. No, I remember she that weekend. It. That was a great weekend. Yeah. And it was just, and I was like, well, how convenient because you know how many times I would have been dragged back to the theater? And just like, you know, she wanted to see, she wanted to see, um, Sonic again. We were planning on going back to see it in March. And then what else was coming out so in March? So the ask, Pixar, other Pixar well, movie. Well, let me ask you this. So was Sonic. Or no, no, no. Which one? We just trolls. So if they would have come out and said, hey, it's $20 for the first weekend. You can have it for 48 hours. Then for another $10, you can own it in three months. Would you, would you have done that? Oh, yeah. Would you have done it for 20 20 and 20. For $40, you get it for the whole weekend right now, and then three or four months from now, you own it. I don't know. So $10 is a deal breaker for you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So 30 bucks. I just want to make sure that I'm understanding this. For $30, you get to see it for two days unlimited, and then in three to four months, you own it. Right. I mean, I don't know what else to do. I mean, how many households in America would have gone 30 bucks done? Millions. Yeah. Right. So I mean, you, I, <laughs> it's uh, you know the, I, that's where we're headed, and it, it's uh, everybody's going to be wor- figuring out the finer edges to this and really where to make money. But 
these streaming services, they want to keep you, they want to keep your subscription, they want to keep your hours viewed, uh, and that is the most important thing for them. And Disney is, you know, leading the way right now, uh, probably under Netflix, but to sit there and say we're going to have a Pixar film, that's a, that's a big deal. And I, theaters, so if Disney sits there and goes, on Christmas morning, we had, we had brought in, you know, we brought in 3 million new subscribers for, for Pixar, for Soul. No, yeah. but I'm just saying, um, well, that's $30 million a month. That's, you know, and you figure, okay, well, the lifespan of that membership is going to be uh, three years. Okay. So that's $30 million times 36. Yeah. And that's just one film. I mean, that it's, it's stuff like that. They, they're they're going to figure this out. And theaters not only having to still recover from COVID, which they were already struggling before COVID, they're not going to have to figure this out altogether. And I just, I, I really do believe. No. Are there going to be theaters a year from now? Not, not the way we used to know. No, no. There's going to be ones that are there. There's it's definitely you're definitely going to see a change in that industry. Now let me ask you this: streaming services are they open worldwide? Like, can you get Disney Plus if you're living in the UK? You will. They they're not in. Yes, you can, but it, it's a fa- it was a phased rollout. Okay. Yeah, but no, but that's a great point. I mean, you because think about, it's a worldwide. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, for heaven's sakes, for heaven's sakes, do you, don't you think Disney? I don't know if it's in the Asian market yet. It probably is, but you know how enormous is Disney Plus is in Asia? Oh yeah. Right. I mean. They got all the coolest stuff. They got the best part. I mean, we're, you know, we've already planned it because one day we are going to go to Tokyo Disney. Uh-huh. And we're already like going, do we just bring one outfit each and just wash our clothes every day? Or we just have to pay for all the extra suitcases? Yeah. We're, how do we try? I just think we just ship it out. Yeah. <laughs> I want to wear clean clothes. I don't want to try to fit it all into one suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> those Americans stink. <laughs> yeah, but boy, they got a lot of stuff. They bought a lot of souvenirs. <laughs> exactly. Right. But you know, yeah, I mean, just like said, so Disney Plus, Disney Plus, they're brilliant. And it's one of those things, like you know, oh, Disney's struggling. No, they're not struggling that bad. <laughs> no. Yeah. The park, the park parts the, here. The parks but. and the movies are struggling. Yeah, and, and and it's very sad and it's unfortunate. And uh, you know, we we've kind of set our piece on that. But it for theaters, I just unfortunately I think it's an industry that probably is t- taking on a death blow. It maybe not be totally dead in a year from now, but it's definitely dying. A severe a, a, a death, and I don't I don't see how it recovers. Yeah, because you think about, like I said, Wonder Woman was supposed to come out in the theaters. A lot of stuff was supposed to come out. Yeah, Maybe. and I'm and I'm I was really really looking forward to like in August with, with Wonder Woman coming out because uh, that movie looks like it looks like it's going to be great. And so it's like yeah, and I was really excited that oh it's coming through the drive through. I'm like yeah, that's awesome. And now we we'll just have to kind of wait, but it'd be it'd be interesting to see how drive-throughs are changing 
in the next few months. People yeah, are adding. Right. And I think drive throughs are going to see, it sounds like they've already had a renaissance, which is great. They were having a renaissance. This kind of kind of brought them back a little bit stronger. Uh, we'll see what happens. But I just think the days of um, going to the theater, reserving your seat as much as you like to do that. Yeah. Um, I think they're not going to, it won't exist in the way we think it, that it has been before. So I think how we saw the rise of Skywalker last December, that's probably going to be one of the last times we see a movie that way. Yeah. And it's was what's kind of sad in the movie industry, you know, like so the reserve of the seats, the new home theater seats, a lot of them just spent tons of money just in the last year upgrading to those too. You know, taking out all the old seats, putting in these new, you know, these new reclined seats and then all of a sudden and thinking, well, you know, over the next, you know, nineteen nineteen, I mean twenty nineteen, twenty you know, we're going to recover this money. And I know that is not going to be happening, too. So, I mean, they are just, you know, a debt from everything. And it's just, like I said, my, my hearts go out to them. But it's amazing how it's going to, this pandemic is, I feel like this is one of the industries, there are quite a few, that is going to change their future forever. I agree. So it'd be interesting to see what happens just in the next six months alone. Yeah. Because you think about what we're in the seventh or eighth month of the pandemic. When did this start? <laughs> like March. Yeah. And yeah, we're seven months in. It just it seems like it's longer, but you know, and we don't see this going away any anytime soon. So it's, that is definitely going to be interesting, but it's also at the same time. Not just the movie theaters open, but it's the people, you know, working there. The yeah. protection of them. And so this is going to be, it's going to definitely be very interesting. I could be totally wrong, but, you know, like I said, a streaming service where movies are going. And it's just, it's going, just definitely a wild ride for them. Yeah, it's uh, unfortunate and... Uh... You know, you're sad to see all those people struggle, like I said at the beginning, that, that work in these industries, really just everybody who's affected by COVID. And we just wanted to kind of touch on, you know, a pastime that we enjoy going to the movies and just kind of stuff you don't ever think about. I mean, there was never a time ever up until these last seven months where I thought, okay, um, I may, you know, going to a theater like this ever again. Yeah. And I think we are in some way seriously looking at that. And I don't want to be an alarmist or defeatist or pessimist. Uh, but these companies are already filing for bankruptcy or saying they're about to. They're, you know, we are maybe seven months away, maybe here where we're at to maybe having some sort of uh, theater experience. But again, um, you know, we just don't know. And, you know, some folks are even saying uh, nine months to a year. And so I just, not necessarily theaters, but a lot of businesses just how, how they're going to get through that. But uh, that's a topic for another pod. So, uh, but thanks for joining us on this one. We just kind of wanted to dive into, like I said, a pastime we enjoy and we hope still makes it through all of this. Um, but with that being said, I'm Adam. And I'm Gina. And that's how we roll.